0: Molly looks for Malvo, and Malvo starts his own blackmail scheme. Today I'm talking about Season 1, Episode 3 of Fargo, The Muddy Road. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Ruby Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast as we continue our episode-by-episode breakdowns of Fargo. And we're moving on to episode three, which is called The Muddy Road. So (laughs) uh, this one is kind of going in a couple of different directions. It's kind of two different plots that are going on there. They seem completely disjointed from each other, but it includes one of my favorite elements, which is Molly meeting Gus. So without any further ado, let's get started. One of the hardest things about conspiracy theories is that they have a primal appeal. Our minds are programmed to recognize patterns, so when we see things that appear to be correlated or line up with things we feel, we can be vulnerable to misinformation. Why do I bring this up? Because if you're an exceptionally religious man who's being blackmailed, someone might be able to use that faith against you. So let's go with the plot of this episode. After being taken off the Sam Hess case, Molly is trying to figure out how their half-naked body ended up in the woods. Lo and behold, there's Loren Malvo on camera grabbing the fellow from his work and throwing him in a trunk. Meanwhile, Lester returns to work and is surprised when the widow Hess tries to take up with him to influence her policy. But Mr. Numbers and Mr. Wrench are waiting to have a moment with Lester. In his office, they make their move, but are forced to change course when Molly comes in. It's here where Molly accidentally shows him a picture of Malvo, and his eyes go wide. Molly goes to tell her findings to the chief, but he's just mad that she bothered Lester again. He thought it was settled. Meanwhile, Malvo tracks down the personal trainer, who's blackmailing Stavros, the grocery kingpin, and takes control of the operation. He does so by replacing Stavros's medication with Adderall, killing his dog, and pumping animal blood through his shower. Back in Duluth, Gus finally gets up to Courage to admit what happened to his superior and heads down to Bemidji, where he talks to Molly about stopping Malvo. Much to everyone's delight, they get along great and grab a nice meal and conversation at Lou's Diner. So let's go into the Fargo stuff. The further we move away from the pilot, the further we get from the film's elements, but they're still there. Molly catching up with a high school friend who talks about her dating life is out of the Marge playbook, and background sight gangs like one of Sam Hass's sons shooting another one in the ass with a crossbow fit the bill as well. But let's start with the title. Today's title is The Muddy Road, which is taken from the Zen Buddhist cone of the same name. A cone is a story uh, or dialogue which is meant to provoke or test the student's progress. The Muddy Road is summed up as such in Wikipedia. Tanzan and Ikido were once traveling down a muddy road. Heavy rain was falling. As they came around a bend, they met a lovely girl in a silk kimono and sash, unable to cross at an intersection. Come on, girl, said Tanzan at once. Lifting her in her, his arms, he carried her over the mud. Ikido did not speak until that night when they reached a lodging temple then he could no longer restrain himself we monks don't go near females he told tanzan especially not young and lovely ones it is dangerous why did you do that i left the girl there said tanzan are you still carrying her i think there's a lot of ways to interpret this story and the title but here's my takes the lesson from this story is to avoid fixating on things once they're done Tanzan's point is that Akito is still thinking about the woman and what could have happened when the event is over and done, and the danger is long gone. How does this relate to the episode? I'm looking at Molly and Gus. Despite it being over in Chief Oswald's head, Molly is still doggedly pursuing leads and trying to figure out how Lester is connected to the killings. In Oswald's head, he'd be Tanzan, and Molly would be Akito. He's trying to move on, and Molly won't let go. Meanwhile, Gus's conscience won't let him stay silent anymore, which is why he spills his guts to the chief. He's still thinking about that stop, which of course upsets his chief, who is more worried about his department's image. Gus and Molly's chief are a lot alike, and interestingly enough, puts them on a collision course with each other. Which brings us to Molly and Gus. The scenes with Molly and Gus make my heart happy. There's so much subtle chemistry and awkward sweetness between the two of them, and it all starts here. Gus comes to her hat in hand and admits that he let Malvo go on a traffic stop. He's expecting it to get chewed out like he did with his chief. But Molly is actually thrilled because Gus recognizes Malvo on camera and validates her position and theories when no one else does. And I love, love, love the moment when Gus is telling his story and Molly asks why she let him go. And then Gus's daughter Greta walks in and we see Molly recognize why Gus played it safe and she doesn't ask about it again. We see her acknowledge it, she gets it, and she sees no need to shame this man who was trying to make sure his daughter kept her father and offers Greta a token for candy. Not only that, she then offers to grab a meal with them in Lou's shop and everything about this is sweet. Whether it's the brandy milkshake game, or Lou saying Gus's boss is an asshole, the perfect thing to say to him after the day he's had, this is all adorable, and I want to package it up and save it all for later. Meanwhile, the Gus, the gang, tries a blackmail scheme. I think Noah Hawley might be a genius, because pairing up the guy who might be a sociopath on It's Always Sunny with a guy who is definitely a sociopath on Fargo is amazing. But true to sunny form, Glenn Howerton's Don Chump is precisely that, a chump who who Malvo could caught without trying. And it's here we get bigger insight into Malvo's motivations. While he espouses a lot of stuff about animal instincts as in Wolves, he's closer to a cat who likes to play with his prey. Finding and killing Don seems too easy for him, so he's going to go up the blackmail ante, up the blackmail ante and drive a guy crazy That's he's technically working for, seemingly because he can. So let's get him high, let's kill his dog, and make him think the wrath of God is on his trail. Because what kind of sucker would believe in that, right? As always, Malvo is either looking for weakness to exploit or people to turn. Which brings us to Lester at work. Still haunted by killing his wife and the deaths in his home, Lester decides to go back to work as a distraction, which is a misguided decision because he's only getting into more trouble. He's hit on by Sam his widow, which antagonizes his son, and Mr. Wrench and Mr. Numbers, who show up at his office and come in to ask him a few questions. Granted, he's so thankful to be rid of these two, he, when Molly comes in and shoes them away unintentionally, that he gives in to Molly's obvious ruse and gives up that he knows Malvo before acting like a dingus again. And that shotgun pellet is still in his hand, and it's getting worse. I have a character-based theory on why Lester doesn't get this sorted, but again, it's his conscience pulsing at him. The wound is pulsing and hurts more and more. But in a very telling move, Lester decides to move past the violent murders in his home by distracting himself by firing guns, a giant machine gun in particular, with his brother. But he's not going to be able to ignore that for forever, because things are about to come to a head in Bemidji. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time, everybody. Stay safe.